Welcome to Behind the Backline, the podcast where we chat with merchants, brands, and industry professionals in the musical instrument, pro audio, and event technology space about their products, services, industry trends, stories, and more. Join us now as we dig into the stories behind our favorite backline gear. Welcome to episode 17 of Behind the Backline. I am Matt Jacoby of Active Media, and today I am super excited because I am talking with Jared Falk of Musora, Drumio, Piano, Guitario, and the newly released Recordio. That was a mouthful. Uh, <laughs> uh, thanks for joining me today, Jared. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to, to be a part of the podcast. Yeah, it's great having you on. It was uh, great to run into you guys at NAMM. Um, I'm also a uh, a uh, student, uh, not a very active one, I hate to admit, but I'm, I, I love my Drumio stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, let's start out a little bit by telling uh, about who you are. Uh, just kind of sharing um, who you are, and before we get into the company. Yeah. So we're a company located around 45 minutes east of Vancouver, BC, Canada, in a town called Abbotsford. And I grew up like five minutes from where our business is, and. Uh, we're in the music, or essentially in the music education business. And I always say uh, Drumio and the other platforms that we're building are like Netflix for musicians. So you can get some really great uh, education as well as be entertained and then hang out with other like-minded students. And so um, the, the platforms are essentially all uh, membership-based website platforms. And um, we have now Drumio, which is drums, Guitario does guitar, Piano for a piano and uh, recordio to people who want to study home recording. And so I've been doing, you know, this manifestation is, is relatively new within the past six years. And prior to that, uh, I started uploading videos in around 2002 or 2003, uh, before all the social networks and before iTunes became really popular and all that. And we, um, <clears throat> we just really thought it would be cool to sell educational videos on online and provide that type of service to people rather than the traditional model of going to a music store or buying a book or buying a DVD. And uh, over the years, it's just kind of like steadily grown. And now it is what it is today, which is much, it's not huge. You know, I have around 35 staff, um, but it has grown in, com in complexity and in size. And, and uh, that's one of the really exciting things about it. And, and uh, we, you know, we hope to continue growing and doing some really cool things in, this, in these spaces. Yeah, that is really cool. And I didn't realize you guys have been around that long. So you said 2002 is kind of like, it was kind of a soft launch or? Uh, soft launch. Yeah. What, what would you refer to it? I mean, did you have a kind of a plan for, for it's, it to become what it is today or? Uh, no, absolutely not. Like we, <laughs> we, when we started, it was something like I was teaching a private lesson. And uh, for me, I like, I'm, I'm, I was, I was a patient teacher, but it was hard for me to be really patient because, you know, sometimes I have to teach the same things over and over again, to, sometimes to the same student and then to another other student. So a, a new student would come in, you teach them the same because it's a methodology, right? And every mm -hmm. teacher has their different methodology. Um, so I was, Right away, I was thinking of ways like, how could I teach this once and that's and I don't have to do it over and over again, but the students still get the same information, the same value from, from that presentation. Uh, <clears throat> and so Rick, my, my business partner in the early days, he was kind of a tech whiz and, you know, he dropped out of high school 
uh, I think in grade 10 or whatever. And, and he went to Texas to work for a Palm Pilot Company. And uh, then he came back and he was also a drummer. And so he, I, he was uh, taking lessons from me. And he, he put up some of the first videos of him just teaching like a, a basic technique on the bass drum pedal. And uh, thousands of people downloaded it, like 12,000 people. And at that time, to download a video, like we didn't have, uh, like the iPhone wasn't invented then, right? Yeah. So we didn't have like these really slick and easy ways to watch video. Now we, now we, we have a computer in our pocket. We can stream live from wherever we are. Uh, and everything's improved so much. But at this time, it was like a lot of people still had uh, like, uh, what do you call it? Dial-up internet, you know, where you had to listen to the, the, the crazy sounds when you got online, right? Don't remind and, me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but now it's, it, it's changed so much. But, but at that time, so to, to have 12,000 downloads, it's like massive. And so we, when we were talking in a lesson, it was just kind of an a offshoot. We're like, well, why don't we partner up? And, uh, because I was more of the teacher and, uh, and I played, I'd been playing drums for a lot longer. And so we, we decided to, we, we borrowed a handy cam and shot some videos and put them online under like a, you know, we had like a squeeze page and we did some direct marketing stuff. And, uh, and that's kind of how we started. But it was with the plan to see if this works. It wasn't with the, the plan of, oh, let's, you know, try and build a, a business that can actually sustain our families and, and many other people as well. <laughs> this, is just, this is just what happens over, over time. Um, when you become obsessed with like trying to, you know, make your, trying to achieve your, our, our mission. Right. Um, and now it's become so much bigger and so much, um, so much more professional. I, sh- I will say there's, we're not, we're not shooting video in like on my farm in a, like a right beside the barn with flies flying around. <laughs> I actually have a studio now. <laughs> That's where you started. Did you guys used to do that? Yeah, man. In, in the early videos, it was like, <laughs> like I was swatting fly, like, well, in one of the shots, you see flies like landing on me, and it's because they were hauling manure. Uh, so the flies are really bad. And the and the first the first video we shot, uh, we didn't have any idea of how long it would take. I had never done anything on video before, and I was just atrocious. Like I was terrible. And uh, and so we found it's going to take a while, and we only had one day to shoot it. So we thought, well, we're since we're starting in the morning, we'll shoot all like the the noisier stuff early. So when we get into the evening, we won't bother anyone with our, with our playing. And so the way the actual, that uh, video goes is like, it starts off with me uh, looking, looking really, uh, looking really tired because <laughs> at the, at the end of the shoot, it was like the 20th hour. And so I was just fried. And then as the DVD goes on, I start looking fresher and fresher. <laughs> <laughs> so got that's how game. I was, Pardon? I was gonna say you got this. Uh, drum, drummers are anti-aging. They <laughs> <laughs> exactly look what it's doing for me. <laughs> uh, so you're, you're you're finding that uh, Drumio was actually the second product that succeeded. The first one was Flyio, and no one wanted to see flies lying, landing on you. <laughs> exactly. No, we, those early ones were like we we had drumrudimentsecrets.com, you know, bassdrumsecrets.com, one-handed roll. Um, then we launched a website called Free Drum Lessons, which was kind of like basically a website built to do content marketing, trying to like capture, to create a, um, and solve problems for people around trying to find good drum education online. And so we just created an awesome resource and that's what everyone started linking to. And, and that site still gets thousands of people every day and, and helps you know people from all over the world because not everyone can afford 
drum lessons from a private teacher. Not everyone can even afford a drum membership, but you know, so it's, it's important to us uh, and it is our goal to try and reach every drummer in the world regardless of age, location, or skill level. And so we still do a lot of, of um, that kind of stuff where we just publish free content and just try and help people. Cool. Yeah, I think I was talking to someone uh, a couple months ago about how you, I thought he had said something about you evolving from freedrumlessons.com to Drumio. So actually you still have that site then. We have freedrumlessons.com. We have uh, drumlessons.com. You know, in the guitar space, we have guitarlessons.com, howtoplayguitar.com. Um, in piano lessons, we have pianolessons.com, howtoplaypiano.com. We have all these different um, pro- uh, properties and that their sole purpose is just to provide value. Um, there's, you go to them and there's not a lot of, like we don't sell advertising on those websites. There's no, like, there might, there might be a, a pop-up every now and then, but rarely. Um, it's, our, our sole goal isn't to like try and sell people. Our sole goal is to help people. And obviously we need money to do that. So that's, we have to monetize in some ways, but it's, um, our mission is more to like reach as many people as possible. And so it, much of the decisions we make, we trade value now um, to gain larger reach. Much larger than the initial 12,000 that you started with or? <laughs> exactly, yeah. So <laughs> Dremio gets around 10 million views a month, it, it, it plus or minus. Last month we did a lot more. We think we got closer to 15 million. Okay. Uh, but <clears throat> the guitar, it gets around, you know, one to two million views a month across all the platforms. Piano is a little bit less. So Dremio is still like the granddaddy. Um, and Musora, like what you mentioned earlier on, is... It's kind of like we call that the grandfather brand, but it's really just the business's name. That's it. Um, there's nothing really even on that website. Yeah, I was checking it out before we started here just to kind of make sure I didn't miss anything. And it was yeah, mainly just a, a splash page for all of the other brands. So yeah, exactly. Um, so like why why Musara? Where did that name come from? Well, that name was kind of like a that name, I wouldn't say it was a band-aid. It was more like a stitch up. Uh, because, <laughs> um, the first, the first, when I started selling um, a DVD, this is when we started to have some success. And so my dad's like, my dad's a really super smart business guy. And, uh, he's like, I went home and I'm like, hey, dad, you know, we're, we launched this product and we're making this amount of money, which it wasn't a lot, but he's like, he started doing the math. He's like, oh my, you need to make sure you incorporate and pay taxes on that or you're going to get into a lot of trouble. And so, uh, so we, we talked to my business, another friend who was into business and we're like, okay, what could, he's like, you guys need an incorporation name. And so we originally chose railroad media and it was super cheesy. We're like, we train people. It's the stupidest name. In this, right? <laughs> I just shake my head and I hate, I don't hate telling the story because I think it's funny, but uh, I hated that name. And uh, so then in the last year or so, year and a half, I wanted to, change that name even though it's not a lot of people know knew about it or even you know even now musora like what is that i chose musora because i i it's based around music and it has the and the letters m-u-s in it and it's i find it's a short name generally easy to remember uh so that that's basically it so there's no like grand meaning behind it like drum, drumio means drum education online oh okay um, so that has more of a meaning but um Again, we chose a name and then said, okay, what does this mean? <laughs> we didn't like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, there's, not a, there's not some huge sentimental reason behind it. Is that actually a dictionary word or is that just made up word? Musora? Yeah. It's made up. 
Okay. I was just yeah. just wondering if there was actually a, a, a definition for it somewhere. Well, <laughs> now, what if it's like, what if it means something terrible? I'm doing a quick Google search now. Oh, there's an urban dictionary on it. Uh-oh. I'm not going to read it on your podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's not, I don't think it's a good one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I think uh, it's a cool word. Hopefully, it has no negative connotation, even for the urban dictionary. <laughs> Yeah, I also bought like uh, I bought mus- like Musora M U S O R A, and I also own M U Z or Z O R A. Um, so I could also change it. Or the gotcha. Z. Just covering your bases in every possible spelling of a word that you didn't think <laughs> actually existed, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, that is really cool. Um, so I kind of wanted to touch a little bit on um, you know being a drum you know. Uh, customer, student, um, whatever you want to call it, uh, email receiver right now. Cause you know, I'm, I haven't seen my drum kit in like two months because I've been so busy, but, um, right. you know, I've, I've heard so much in the last couple of weeks about Recordio being uh, released. And I thought we kind of touched on that as, uh, you know, Hey, we have a new product kind of thing. So, um, sure. I'll be hear the story behind that. Yeah. Well, for years, people have been asking us for Drumio, Guitario and all of our platforms, like about the sounds and how are we achieving the sounds? How are we, um, how are we treating our rooms with when it comes to like sound treatment? How are we doing soundproofing? All these things, right? And there's all these questions that people have uh, related to software like Logic or Pro Tools or all these different programs. And so for years, Victor Gudera, who is, he's kind of known as the audio guru in Drumio. Um, and he works with all of our, our incredible artists that come through here and they absolutely just love him. And so we said, we got to, tap into this somehow and so we partnered with victor and so he's a co-founder in recordio and we partnered with him to basically help people create better home recording now through over the next coming years it's it's going to get easier and easier to record but there's going to be more and more solutions and there's going to be more different ways that you could achieve great sounds and really great sound is subjective right and so when it comes to what we do there we're essentially trying to help people create like replicate the sound that's in their head through a recording. And so we're helping people get their ideas out there into the world. And, uh, and so it's, it's been going really, really good. And, and Victor's done a, he's, he's so fantastic at, at working with the, all of the, the students inside Recordio. So we're basically creating like an ultimate guide to recording drums, an ultimate guide to recording guitar, piano, um, and bass. And then we're going to support the community by providing personalized feedback on recordings that they've done. Because that's essentially like the biggest thing is people people want to know how we can help them directly because every situation is a little bit different, right? Everyone has different mics. Everyone has different home studio. Um, and so everyone's situation is unique. And so our, our goal there is to just help people again, provide provide personalized advice and feedback. And the, the platform is very similar to Drumio and Piano and Guitario in that it's a, it's like a membership portal and there's a whole series of videos and a community side of the website. We do live streams and, and a bunch of other cool things. Awesome. Yeah. And, and I was wondering, you coming from my standpoint, because um, I, while I have been a kind of an audio geek, like on the sidelines for a long time, I don't necessarily mean I'm good at this. <laughs> so, so really, you know, just in March when I started this podcast that I have, you know, kind of started working on soundproofing my small office space. I have um, my studio monitors. Um, I have my videos set up as in here too. So it's a very small space, but 
um, just kind of like is something something like getting into voice and podcasting kind of, you know, is that kind of set up be something you guys would have pursued in the future? Um, we, we will help you do whatever you need to do when it comes to recording audio. And so he does, he does discuss um, many of these types of topics in live streams. And then when it comes to the ultimate guides that he's creating, there'll be tons of information in there. Uh, and so like for, for this example, because it, it might be more of a specific thing, if you were a Recordio member, you would just go in the forum and say, hey, what do you suggest for recording a podcast? I have this computer, this, you know, here's what I got. And then Victor would just reply and help you directly on a one-to-one -one basis. Um, that might be through a video, a quick video he films, or it might be through a, a text post. But I can guarantee you it'd be thorough because I've never seen someone do more research than Victor does. <laughs> so he set up our, our whole podcasting uh, station, you know, it's and it's pretty turnkey in that it takes probably 15 minutes to set up. And uh, if you see any of like we film it as well, and uh, it's like it's super slick and it sounds great. So yeah, we can we can help people with any kind of home recording stuff. Just like yeah. just like if you're a Drumio student, like yes, there's thousands of of students, but every student uses the website on a different level, and so it's not like. Uh, we have 10,000 students emailing us every day asking for personalized advice. But we have a lot. I would say we have probably four or 500. Um, but that's something that we are staffed and up to keep to manage and to keep up with because that's one of our values is like we, we really value relationships with our students. And we really, truly want to help them get the result they want to get, whatever that is, whether it's setting up a home studio or playing a gig on their drums or writing a song on their guitar for their, their girlfriend or uh, you know, learning a cool uh, be, uh, a song on the piano where you can just sit down and play without reading sheet music. And so everyone has a different goal. And so what we want to do is just help them achieve those goals. And you'd be happy to know that I, f I feel like you guys definitely have that level of caring. It comes through your videos. I mean, the quality of the videos are, I mean, whether it's the audio, the, the, uh, assuming there's some type of script writing or, you know, just, just the, uh, the um, presentation on video, they're very well done. And it doesn't, it doesn't make you feel like you're just, you're signing up for a cheap education and you guys are just in it for, you know, a revenue stream. You're in it to actually expand the, the profession to more people and help people improve on what they've already been doing. So I think it's great that way. Thank you. Yeah, it's it, for us. It's a marathon, and we're not a flash in the pan. We're here. To, we're here to stay. And I want this. I want the whole business to outlive me. I I, I want it to be around once I'm long gone. And because uh, I think I think the the values of truly wanting to help people, you know, not just like oh, let's get as many people to sign up as possible so we could just sip drinks on the beach while they pay their <laughs> membership dues, not getting anything that they wanted, but forgetting that it's on their credit card. And this is the sentiment of a lot of people who get into business, especially like a membership type business. And I, I cannot stand that. Like, <laughs> I, I, you know what I once, I, I, I'll, and I know we don't have a lot of time, but I'll tell you a quick story. I once signed up for a gym membership and uh, I didn't use it. Like many people don't use gym memberships, right? I'd prefer to work out at home, not with people staring at me at, at the gym. <laughs> at least this is what I think. And, uh, and so then I, I called them. I'm like, I want to cancel. And they're like, well, you have to come in to cancel. I'm like, are you kidding me? I have to come in there to cancel my gym membership? Why? I'm, I'm talking to you on the phone right now. Just cancel it. And so I just like started, I got really upset and lipped them off because they, you could totally tell with, with that sentiment that 
they were simply trying to uh, make it as hard as possible for me to cancel so they could rebuild and rebuild because they know I'm generally not as likely to go in and cancel in person because there's an element of shame there. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is, this is like, this is where some, there's like this, you, you talk about like human psychology being used as evil. I think that's one of those things. And so I, I just got super upset uh, about that. And so I ended up getting them to cancel it without me having to like go in or like fire up my fax machine. And, uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, w I don't ever want to run something like that. Like I, for me, I want to help people play, we want to help people play the songs that they love on their instruments or record the songs that they love. And, um, you know, it's not all about how much money can we make doing this. That's, this is sim that is simply a tool that helps us achieve our mission. Makes a lot of sense. And I will actually uh, match you on the gym membership story where okay. I actually did go in. You but did? They, but they, because I think it was a two-year membership and I had to prove that I was actually moving even though I just wanted to cancel and didn't want it. So I had to give them my parents' address out of town to say that I was leaving town to get them to. <laughs> I mean, I had to fake my own move. <laughs> so I know the pain. <laughs> yeah. That is just ridiculous, man. Like that's a business model that is built off of people not using your product. Yeah. Right. Like if everyone used the gym who had a gym membership, you'd never go there because it'd be a, it'd be a nightmare. There, you'd be waiting. You'd be have like ten people in line for each machine. Uh, so I just can't stand that. And so we don't we don't want to do that. And I don't. I know that's maybe successful for some people who run gyms, but it's not something I want to do. So yeah, we, we are not running gyms and I, I can, I will uh, attest that drummers can't afford to go hang out on the beach, whether they have a business or not. So I understand. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, awesome. Um, so yeah, I guess uh, I kind of wanted a quick touch, you know, um, just on um, what's it like working with, you know, all of these a players and getting some of these celebrities to come in and do videos and workshops with you guys. It's been awesome to see, you know, who, who comes through my email um, every week. So. Yeah. What's it like? It's, it's um, at first, and it, at first it was like very nerve wracking. Like I remember the first time I was sitting there and, and Kenny Arnott was in the studio with me and this was at our old studio in the country. Um, not, there's no flies there. This is uh, <laughs> a step up from that. But um, you know, I just remember being super nervous. Like, what am I going to say? Cause there's no script. We just kind of ad lib everything. And um and it's, but over time you get more comfortable and you and you realize like these these artists are have done incredible things like we just had Jonathan Moffat out who played with Michael Jackson for 30 years. Mm -hmm. He was on all of the big tours. Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, Madonna, like he's he's like a, the an A player when it comes to the drum scene. And he was just the nicest person. Soft-spoken, humble, gracious, um talkative like just the nicest person and that is 99 percent of the time that is the case and if you just kind of like go into it with with this uh, a humble attitude and be willing to learn and hear someone else's perspective uh, i think it all it all will work out and so that's kind of what we do is we just kind of document the artists uh and their their teaching methodologies and what they've done and what they want to talk about we don't try and like dictate what they're going to do or what they're going to say and uh, and I think that's one of the reasons some of the videos have been successful because the, it's a really good representation of who the artist is as an educator and as a person. And people like seeing that online. 
Yeah, no, they, they come across as very authentic. And uh, Jonathan's performance of Beat It a couple weeks ago was mm-hmm. great. I, I don't know if I've seen a whole lot of people master the symbols behind the head that well. Uh, <laughs> but it's fun to watch him go for that. <laughs> yeah. And then he took he, like he takes time to set that up. And he like he because he can't just reach for so far behind him. So that's like, you know, he, he spent a lot of time just figuring that out. We had to move the kit forward. But yeah, it's incredible to watch him do it. That and I think I learned um, a few things from, uh, I forgot his last name, Gavin from Porcupine Tree a couple months yeah. ago. Gavin Harrison. Yeah. Um, and uh, of course, Bruce um, has been phenomenal for the yeah. videos that I have gotten through. So, <laughs> yeah. And then that, um, I forget what her name is, the girl from uh, Japan, was it? Yeah, Senri Kawaguchi. Yeah, I never would have pronounced that correctly in a million years, but <laughs> but yeah, she she uh, she. If anybody is motivational, it was her. I see someone that small um, be that technique. Um, that, that'll make you want to practice. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She and she's just phenomenal, phenomenal player, and again, super nice, really yeah. easy to work with. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I started following her on Instagram, and she just just seems very cool to me. Yeah. should be like your best friend. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. Uh, well, uh, what? Um, which of the websites, or uh, I'll assume maybe Dremio, um, would you want to um, pitch on here? Just kind of let people know more about what you guys are doing. Yeah. Well, if you want to kind of find your way to all of the websites, you can just go to musora.com, M-U-S-O-R-A, and there's links to all the individual websites. But um, you could just check a guitario, recordio, drumio, or piano um, for, for more information. And, um, you know, I'd, and if everyone is listening, any of the podcast listeners listening, if you want to give me any direct feedback or message me, you can always just email me, jared at drumio.com. And I'll, uh, I'd love to, I'd love to hear people's feedback, especially if it's from like a, a podcast or, or something different than what I normally get feedback from. Awesome. Yeah. It's very rare to have you know, someone at the top of the business uh, be so open to getting direct feedback from customers. It's still kind of a new trending thing. So it's good to hear that, you know, you guys make yourself so available. Yeah, it's amazing how, you know, businesses should just listen to the customers. I know. Such a foreign thing. (laughs) What do you mean they give us money, but we don't want to pay attention to them? I don't get it. (laughs) Yeah, it's like cell phone companies and like TV companies. It's like, they're communication companies, but they're 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 literally the worst. Like my uh, bookkeeper is trying to update our something in our accounts here, and she was on hold for an hour and a half. How oh. can they be so terrible? Yeah, that's it. Just seems always contradictory as to what business you're actually in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I have one last question. I wanted to see: Do you guys have any plans for what the next um, EO is? <laughs> the next EO? Well, we we've. Um, we, from a business perspective, things are going great. We're going to have the best year we've ever had. Awesome. But um, it's really hard to, to grow a business and do managed growth. So we're not owned by any venture or vulture capitalists or anything like that. Like we don't have uh, a war chest of money. So we basically focus on managed growth boots and bootstrapping things, starting things small and, and growing them over time. And so right now we're really planning on putting our heads down and just like working and building out these new platforms, really pr- providing value to the students there and, and the communities that don't yet know about them. So, you know, we can hopefully reach more and more people. Uh, <clears throat> when it comes to like where, where we're going to grow to, like we're uh, going to be getting into the mobile app space 
which is going to be exciting. And because we don't actually have an app for our products, they're they're all they're all super mobile friendly. Like they work great on phones and tablets, but we want to have some native apps that also support the the membership areas. Um, we want to. We're just we're to, for years. I've been trying to like figure out how to effectively do the, our like give our service into into another language like Portuguese or Mandarin. And so I'm exploring different opportunities there. Um, hopefully, I would love to like have a, an offering for like the the Chinese market because that's a, a hugely growing market. And I know there's a lot of new drummers that are going to need really quality education. And so that would be very exciting for me. And uh, yeah, that's about it. And that's and that's like that can keep us busy for the next five or ten years, right there. So we have lots to do. Yeah, that that sounds like a heck of a roadmap already. So never mind. The next instrument will have to wait. <laughs> yeah. And so a lot of times, like the next instrument, it's not like oh, I'm going to get into teach bass guitar, and then because a lot of it has to do with the people, right? The businesses are built off of people. And so if, if, if all of a sudden the great, this greatest bass guitarist comes and he's like, I want to do this, then I'll see it as an opportunity and, and may choose to do it earlier than, uh, than I would if I were to go out and be more offensive there. But um, yeah, generally sometimes we, the, the timing will, will be right and it, it'll, it'll show itself as right by, by someone wanting to partner or, or something like that. And so we kind of just uh, take it all as it comes comes and and uh, just focus on what we have to do at hand which is really support our current offerings and i commend you guys for doing it right yeah i'm not a big uh find money first figure out how it makes money later kind of person either so yeah. Most com- a lot of these companies they they don't make money they just raise money yes yes money. Yeah. <laughs> What's the, when at what point are you is this a sustainable business and so that um, drives me nuts i understand yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I uh, I appreciate again uh, you guys taking the time to to uh, do this today. This has been awesome. I really appreciate it. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me, and I wish you the best of luck on the future episodes of the podcast. Well, thank you, thank you for listening to Behind the Backline, brought to you by Active Media, an inbound marketing agency focused on helping music merchants develop an automated solution to increase website sales. You can find Active Media at www.active.media. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes or Google Play Music to learn more about great products and companies in the musical instrument, pro audio, and event technology space. And be sure to leave a review to let us know what you thought of this episode. We encourage you to share us with your friends and colleagues via social media, and we'll see you next time. Take care.